person who intentionally files a false report of child abuse or neglect can be held accountable and charged with the class A misdemeanor. She had another question, Cynthia. Emily, yes. you still there? I am. I'm here. You tell me when I'm ready to go. Go. All right. This is what I have that I and everything I'm telling you can be backed. Um, under the Missouri uh, statute, chapter 10, section 210-165, any person who intentionally files a false report of child abuse or neglect can be held accountable and charged with the class A misdemeanor. I have several things where um, the court was in full support and consent of my husband and I taking guardianship in September, September 6, 2019. I have a document where they're fully supporting it. October the 3rd, this was right after they moved the children, um, they took the support away, claiming that I only wanted guardianship of my granddaughter. Siblings have to stay together, so they removed both children because I only wanted one. I never said I did not want this child. They came back in May 6th of 2020. Phelps County Children's Division said that they removed the child and the children because of verbal abuse towards my foster son. Is that grounds for, this is my question, is that grounds for going into the prosecuting attorney's office and saying this is a false report of child abuse, and I can prove it. Well, you know, if you were in California, it would be grounds. Uh, I don't know what it's, you know, like in your state, in Michigan, but I'd seek the advice of an attorney or just go in and, you know, ask the police if this is grounds, you know, for a criminal prosecution. Okay. You know, I'm finding, and, and please tell me if, if other, other families are dealing with this, especially in a small town, um, I did approach my attorney. I have been out thousands and thousands of dollars on an attorney. They don't want to go that method because they have to go and work with these people after my case is long gone and done with. Mm -hmm. And she told me that's something I would have to do on on my own. So you helped me. You gave me the answer. And I'm going to, does, does this raise red flags with Children's Division? I've been hung up on. I tried to call Children's Division. They said, I don't have time for this and hung up on me. We are talking, and I know a lot of families can, can understand too, we're talking about a lifetime, a lifetime. Children have the moral right to be with their families. If their parents can't take care of them properly, they have families that can and will step up. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, 110%. And I, and I find it... I find it puzzling why a lot of social workers on cases that I'm involved with don't want to give the relatives the child. I, I just, exactly. I, I don't, I don't understand it. And then when they write, you know, they write reports to the court and it's just really general a lot of times about why grandma can't have the kid. 
I, I don't know why. You know, sometimes I think, and this is just my mind going, you know, roaming, that the social worker says they don't want to give the kid to grandma because um, there's some issue between the social worker and the mother. You know, some personality, you know, thing that went, went on and, you know, all of a sudden the social worker finds a lot of reasons to keep the child away from the grandmother. And it's just unfortunate because whatever's going on between the social worker and the mother has nothing to do with the child. The only person that's hurt is the child. And a lot of times, and this is, I, I find this, a lot of people call me with this issue. Kid gets placed in foster care, and then you know what sometimes happens? The kid gets abused by the foster parent or by another foster child. All because, you know... Yes, oh God, you, you have just sparked something in me, sir. Um, just recently, um, here in Phelps County, I mean, Dent County, Dent County, Missouri, Salem, a child that was adopted out of the foster care system was starved to death and died. Those parents are being charged and, and, and going to jail. Right. You know, there's a case here in California, um, I think it was in Kern County or somewhere in, in you know, northern, north of Los Angeles, where the foster parents adopted um, you know, one or two children, and now, and I, I think I, I heard something recently, you know, the kids had disappeared, and had, you know, nobody knew where they were. They were little kids, too, you know, and, you know, he was speculating that, um, you know, maybe the foster parents did something to the kids, you know, I, I don't know. I have a, I, I'm involved in a case right now in another county, not Los Angeles, where they wouldn't let the grandmother, um, uh, adopt the child, and they place the child with a with a foster parent, and guess who does all the babysitting for the kid? The grandmother. Oh my God. The foster parent works, so she uses the grandmother as the babysitter. The foster parent, um, you know, goes on vacations uh, apparently quite a bit, and guess who the child stays with? The grandmother. Now that's a good thing, I guess. You know, the grandmother gets to see the child, and 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 the child and the grandparent have a bond, an emotional, and psychological, and physical bond. But mm -hmm. CPS wouldn't place the child with the grandmother. Like what? Like what's going on? Anyway, listen, we've got to take another call. Thank you for calling, Emily. Call us in a few weeks. Give us an update. Uh, we appreciate your call. Cynthia, go ahead. Well, yeah, let's take another caller. We're going to do another Emily from Wyoming this time. No, I think Emily, it's Karen. Are you there? I'm sorry, it's Karen from Wyoming. Karen, you said Emily. I Karen? Am. Karen from Wyoming. Hi, Karen. Hi. Do you have a question to ask or a story to tell? Uh, I guess it could be both because it's actually an ongoing thing right now, and I I don't know where to turn to because um, if my child is in to start with, my child is in um uh, protect about a Kim's case, and I don't understand that. I've been participating in the community, but anyway, I have applied for an attorney. I've been denied because I'm not being charged with anything. Okay. I don't qualify for an attorney, and then also I'm not being kept a, aware of like court hearings and stuff and how the petition was started. The officer and the prosecuting attorney under oath lied and said that my child was on the run when she wasn't. She was illegally placed in Osterholm in another county, 30 miles from there. And when I stood my ground and she was released back to me because I didn't have a shelter care hearing. This time they filed a shelter care hearing. My child has been in a group home. And uh, uh, it's about a two-hour drive from where I'm, I live at. 
right? And um, she's been there since September, and this is now stepping into six months, and I have not had an overnight with her. I've only had like three visits with her. And we had a disposition hearing, and nothing's been really settled on it. Uh, and I'm, I'm baffled. They want to put her out of the group home into a foster home instead of bringing her home to me, and I don't understand it. And since I don't have an attorney, I can't get any answers from the prosecuting attorney because the attorney's supposed to, my attorney's supposed to contact me and go, I don't qualify for an attorney. I'm not being charged with anything. Okay, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that Wyoming um, has that uh, situation where they don't give every parent, when they take your child, an attorney. But be that as it may, you can go and hire an attorney. True. I just, I don't know one here. I mean, the nearest, I'm, there's only like 3,000 people to the town that I live in. Okay, but well, this, this is what I want you to do. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a graduate of the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College, and Jerry's office is based in uh, Jackson Hole, okay, Wyoming, and they got a lot of sharp attorneys at that law firm, okay, and sometimes okay. they're able to do pro bono work, all right, okay. or or they can uh, send you to an attorney who can do something on a pro bono basis. I want you to call the Jerry Spence Law Firm in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, okay. and tell them that you need help. Tell them, you know, they won't remember me, I'm sure, but tell them Vince Davis, a graduate of the college, referred the, you to them, and hopefully uh, they can help you or they can send, some, send you to someone that can help you. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, Karen? Okay. Jerry Spence Law Firm or Law Offices of Jerry Spence or whatever it's called these days. It's the Spence, it's the Spence Law Firm and it's in Jackson Hall, Wyoming. Okay? So if you mention okay. Jerry Spence in Jackson Hall, everyone will know who you're talking about. Okay? Yeah, it's like a four hour drive from here. I know, but just call. Call Karen. I will. Okay. And how do I legally stand um as far as the time frame because since uh, the disposition or whatever, the judge has released my daughter's attorney, um, mm -hmm. even though the case isn't closed. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even know where the next court hearing is. I can't give you any information on that because I'm not a Wyoming lawyer. You know, I'm only licensed okay. in California. But you need to talk to an attorney. And I've told yes, you something to, to, that I've suggested something that you should do. And you should do that okay. um, maybe Monday morning, first thing at 9 o'clock. Absolutely, I will. Thank you so much. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you listening. I think appreciate you calling. Give us an update in three weeks. Tell me if the Spence Law Firm was able to do anything for you or send you to anyone. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Okay, this is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. We have to take another break, but we'll be back with more calls, more questions, and more stories.